Good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with the Anointed Radio Show. And like always, we're going to start off with a scripture and a prayer. And we're coming out of John 16 and 33. And it says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So despite what you're going through, despite what you have been through, God has overcame all your situations. And if you take refuge in the Lord, he will make a path that's straight. He will bring you through. And despite what comes against you, nothing will come that will actually harm you. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for bringing us into the midweek, God. God, right now, we just ask you to bless everybody on the airwaves. Bless everybody that's going to even listen to the playback. God, right now, just be in the room, be in the midst. Let you go forth. That would be all of you and none of us so that someone could be able to hear what they need to hear tonight, God. God, we just thank you for all the things that you're doing. We thank you for all the listeners that's out there that's listening and looking for an answer, God. God, expand the territory and be the center. God, we just thank you for bringing us through half of this week, God. Throughout all the attacks and all the issues and all the things that might have came up, God, you've kept us with a peace of mind, joy, and hope to keep going on. We thank you and we glorify you, God. Bless everybody under the sound of my voice, from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. Give them financial breakthroughs. Give them peace and joy in the midnight hour. Give them direction and give them guidance, God. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at anointedjaylon, anointed, A-N-O-I. N-T-E-D, Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N. Or you can find me on Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. And if you didn't listen to, I'm, you know, I got, I had to talk about this now. So if you didn't listen to the, um, to Deaf Sports Talk, you're definitely not going to hear me talk about sports because we have a new show called Deaf Sports Talk where on Anointed Radio we have our own sports show. Christian people listen to sports, too. Girls chat. And we got girls chat. Right. Oh, thank you, Lady AJ. Uh-huh. See, you got me squared away. <laughs> so definitely check out for your latest Deaf Sports Talk. Talks about all the latest updates on our sport partners. So just definitely shout-outs to the Golden Knights, the Las Vegas Aces, um, the Las Vegas Lights. Come on, Lights. Let's, let's get back on track. And the Las Vegas Raiders. Amen. Amen. Good evening, everyone. This is Lady AJ. And you can follow me on Instagram at LadyAJ2020. Or you can drop me a line at LadyAJ2020 at gmail.com. And I'm really excited. And that's that's extra. I'm really excited (laughs) about we have a new show that we are debuting June 1st. What? Tell them about it. It's called, and she shall be called woman. Oh, 
Oh, snap. This is a show developed by Minister Kathy LaFleur, and it's going to be dynamic. So she starts uh, June 1st from 11 to noon. See, we're blowing up here at Anointed Radio, and shows on top of shows on shows top of shows. on top of shows on top of shows. And let's talk about shows. Pastor Jay, myself, is starting a Facebook show with right. Dr. Nia, just call her, just Nia. We'll be talking about everything. It's called Pastor Jay and Just Nia Unscripted. It's not going to have a format. It's not going to have anything. We're just going to be talking about topics. Have people come in on Facebook and talk about things, you know, give the different perspective from a male and female perspective. And, you know, her being in the South, I'm in the West Coast. We've got different views. So it's going to be a great show. Look out for Pastor Jay and Just Nia's unscripted Facebook show coming this June. It'll be on a Tuesday at 7 o'clock. I'm just saying, I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah. You know, because it was crazy because when we went to Stellar, everybody was like, y'all should do a show together because we was featured on the Stellar Instagram page. And I was like, that sounds like a plan. So we came ahead and just followed suit. Right. So Lady AJ, could we go ahead and talk about our new segment a little bit? That's not nice. That's not nice. <laughs> I, have a, I have a that's not nice. Oh, for real? Go ahead and talk about it. Ezekiel Elliott at, what is it, Electric Daisy. EDC. Right. Showing up, showing out, showing off, cutting the fool, knocked the super, what what was it, the the security staff down. Made it complete. Just didn't, it just wasn't a good look. Was handcuffed, wasn't arrested. But his behavior just wasn't nice. Ah, oh, snap. So you know what that means? He gets that. That's not nice. That wasn't nice. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and think about what you do next time you go to EDC. Especially because nowadays in Las Vegas, it's not no longer what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas because social media. So we know what happens here now. So despite what you do, we going to find out. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Um, any type of live you have, even what's up, Apple tell on you. Just do what you're supposed to do. Right. You know, and another thing is Ezekiel Elliott. You know, you are a role model for yes. your team. Right. I don't like Cowboys anyway, so you just made me even be like, hey, hey, hey. but still, that's that's me though. But some cowboy fan somewhere is crying. Well, you know, after after that happened, he got on the he got on the plane and he left, and he went the next day to show up at his uh, youth camp. So oh. That really didn't look Damage good. control. Damage control. Okay. Hey, man, we're going to pray for you, Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> yeah. Next time, just say no when they say EDC. Mm. EDC is a whole bunch of trouble. Actually, EDC actually had <laughs> 25 felony counts wow. this year. Well, at least no one died. Oh, they haven't Remember did that report year? yet. Well, that's true. You know, um, one thing I could definitely say, I've never been to EDC, never had the, the even the, the energy to want to go to EDC. But one thing I could just say is when you go to a desert, which we live in, just know your surroundings, mm-hmm. you know, and the spirits. And, and, and be nice, because be nice. y'all not being nice out there. That, that That's not being nice. So, 
one thing I wanted to just say is I want to go ahead and play a good old song. You know what song I'm going to play? Lady Adrian, you know what song I'm going to play? I have an idea. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go ahead and play Enrique Holmes with something big, try to get him up past one million streams. We're going to get some more streams. Y'all go download my friend Enrique Holmes. Something big. You're hearing it now. Change to come in the midnight, wondering where's the sun. You gotta know that God always comes through. Just get ready for what He's about to do. It's gonna be big, big in your life. It's gonna be big, big in your life. Oh my God. He's about to blow your mind. You better get ready because it's going to be big. So you've been weeping. Joy is coming. Hey, you got to know. Because mm. God's about to blow your mind. Big in your life. You ought to declare that thing now. tell you something the next thing that God is gonna do in your life is getting ready to be real big he's gonna do exceedingly abundantly above everything that you could ever ask or think prepare yourself now because it's gonna be big let me encourage you I know you've been praying and I know you've been waiting but don't give up now breakthrough is on the way beautiful ashes joy for your sadness the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Wonders, 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 break through, break through, break through, get 
now we're here to encourage you to walk into your new season, a season of freedom and a season of victory. Here it is. By the hand of the Almighty, I've been set free, healed, delivered, made complete. Now I'm walking in victory. Adrian, won't you help me sing it? By the hand of the Almighty, I've been set free, healed, delivered, made complete. Now I'm walking in victory. We're going to sing that again. By the hand Now, come on, lift it up. By the hand, I've been set free. Oh, now I'm walking in victory. Oh, said I'm walking in victory. Said I'm walking in victory. Walking in victory. Get my joy back. Oh, I'm walking in victory. Said I'm walking in victory. I'm walking in victory, get my beats back. By the hand of the Almighty, I've been set free, healed and delivered. Now I'm walking in victory. 
go. I mean, uh, I'm horrible. <laughs> look, 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 I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't cuss. My Bible, that thing that I told, I don't tuck. I mean what I say, I don't joke, I don't bluff. If that ain't my wifey, I don't touch. I'm not your F. Through the opposition, yeah. you can never knock me out of my position. Uh. Scrutinized and talked about for my decision, uh. huh. all because I'm staying true to my religion. Hey. God give me assignments, gotta focus on them all. Hell's most wanted, got my poster on the wall. Ooh. Through the grapevine, I hear that they hoping that I fall, but I make them eat their words. I pray they choking on them all. What I talk about, I really bout that. You ain't living what you rap about, I really doubt that. I ain't never been your average, more like a savage. Who the devil can I manage? I'm doing damage. Yeah. Fulfilling the mission is so unique and so different. I do not ask for permission. You know I'm loving the feeling and me and EG make history from the streets for the misery. Open the book, teach them history. We are reach for the victory. Look, I don't drink, ass. I don't smoke, I don't cuss. My Bible, that thing that I told, I don't tuck. I mean what I say, I don't joke, I don't bluff. If that ain't my wifey, I don't touch. I'm not your F. different kind of person i'm auditioning for heaven life on earth is my rehearsal if you christian and you cussing that's a tad bit controversial bro you need that living water come get at me i'll submerge you because i'm sicker than your average be dramatically got the devil in agony he mad that we preaching a word emphatically and radically hooked on god like an addict be sad to see christians turn into tragedies when that rapture comes are you defying gravity or are you ending up where they gnash their teeth that fire burn ever after no happily uh, Christ coming only God knows when So be like God, God only Brody, not no men Follow God, God only Brody, not no trend And make I'm not your average or model, man I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't cuss My Bible, that thing that I told, I don't tuck I mean what I say, I don't joke, I don't bluff If that ain't my wifey, I don't touch I'm not your F, 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 I'm not your F
this keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire. you to already see yourself out of the storm the clouds will move it's time for you to smile again mm. come on Sean tells us that if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problems an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's gonna do it for you. I believe God's gonna do it.
together with one agenda and it is you alone one agenda and it is you alone one agenda and it is you alone even so
Gathering by KCJ. Had to play the song. It was a recommendation. So we are here with our interview, and we're about to introduce Miss Elizabeth Hudson. Everybody. See, I don't have a DJ to be like, clap, clap, clap. <laughs> clap, clap it up, y'all. Hey, let's clap it up. Yeah. <laughs> we got Richmond in the house. Richmond was in the building. Oh, man. <laughs> so, one thing I wanted to just say is, what was your first form of ministry? My first form of ministry? Um, well, when you say first form, are you talking about, like, what did I first thing I ever did, like, for church, or just ministry, period. Ministry in ministry general. Church. Um, my mother, um, everybody lived at my mom's house. Mm. Uh, my mom was, like, the neighborhood nanny. Mm. So, I watched all my life, and my mom's, like, the best cook ever, okay? All, no fiction. I mean, all facts. My mm. mom was the best cook ever, okay? Um, and so, my mother would cook, and people would come all over, mm-hmm. and she would feed them. Um, we've, I've watched my mom, um, house homeless people that we didn't even know, like to the point, like I would bring people home, like mom, they don't have any, you know, where to live. They sleeping at the bar. So I saw ministry, um, that kind of ministry, um, as long as I could think of, um, that, that, that was what I saw. Um, and you know, According to people's standard, mom wasn't just saved, but she had a compassionate, she had a compassionate heart. She loved people. So the first um, encounter I had with uh, ministry was to love people. Mm. Okay. So we're going to throw an icebreaker question. Okay. All right. What is your favorite sports team? The 49ers, I believe. Oh, yes. Yes. Are you throwing up? Help him, someone. <laughs> Absolutely. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. That's not nice. Yes. That's not nice. That is not yeah, nice. That's right. That's Look, not nice. That's to, not nice to at dry all. heat. No. Especially when it comes to the 40 winers. But you that's know. a whole different story. That's for And home. your team, sir? Oh, you know, they came and followed me since, you know, I'm blessed and highly favored. I, Hallelujah, mm, Jesus. Are we talking about the Raiders that if you drew a line, they wouldn't cross it? Oh. That team? Oh, oh, oh. oh. So change the topic. Now. Okay. That's the ice has been broken. Yes, the ice has been broken. Like you can't come from my niner. <laughs> That's right. You can't go from my niner. I think That's the interview right. is over now. So, uh, well, God bless you. Good night. Amen. Good night. Good night. Amen. So one thing I wanted to just say is, where is your church uh, church home? My church home, my husband and I pastor one of the best churches this side of heaven, a Deliverance Amen. Tabernacle in the city of Richmond, 671 9th Street, the home of the Greater Abundant Life Ministries, where our father in the gospel is none other than the Bishop Vincent Manyweather himself. Love you, Dad. Love you, Bishop Hudson. That's my husband. And he surprised me last night, too. I'll tell you about it. Got you. Yes. Oh, okay. Amen. Okay. So, um... Your first book. Let's talk about your first book. Because, you know, the first is always something that goes into the second. Right. So tell us a little bit of what inspired you with your first book. What really was your challenges? Because I can tell you right now, um, y'all know I write poems. I could do poems all day. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to writing my book, I've been sitting there for like, mm, for mm-hmm. a minute now. Right. It's been in my Google Docs looking at me. But 
I did promise y'all on the airwaves that I'll actually write it by the end of the year. So that that I just want to ask that question. I guess you could say as a learning learning advice and kind of see what motivates you to stay focused and what motivates you with the book in general. Well, the first book, um, and then Faith Happens, just this little one here. It's little, but it's powerful. Um, this book was basically birthed out of um, my 12-year journey with infertility. Mm. Um, so in this story, I'm very candid. I pin um, as much as the Lord would allow me to pin. You know, I didn't want to bore the reader. But, you know, 12 years is a lot of content. Um, and so I pinned, you know, my triumphs. I pinned, you know, those things that were... Um, that you don't really, no one really just talks to you about. Mm. Um, I, I pinned how, you know, how I felt. You know, I even pinned, I even talked about how it affected my marriage. Mm. Mm. Um, I, I talked about trying to fix it myself. Um, so you had a ceremony. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, when we, you know, got the news that, oh, it's going to be quite difficult, you know, for you to conceive. Because, you know, what woman, you, you grow up as kids, you know, you grow up. They, the commercials are full of baby lives and everybody has a baby and everybody right. has a right. carrot. So as, as children, as females, you're taught to be, you're, you've, you're, you've been a mom all your life. You know, by the mm -hmm. time you're 12, you had a baby alive, you had about seven kids in, in your room. <laughs> and so you were ready. And so to hear that that would be impossible, um, it did something. Uh, to me, but it also woke it awoke a level of faith in me, and I tapped into a level of faith that I didn't know I had. Mm -hmm. And so that book, I knew um, that I had to t tell the story because going sometimes going through infertility, there's not a lot of people that are vocal behind it because there's mm -hmm. a shame that comes along with it, um, and it's just it's it's really private, and I didn't have anyone to talk to, mm -hmm. um, and so I wanted to make sure that someone coming behind me knew that they could triumph in it right. and here's my story and I hope you glean from it um, I share a lot in that in that book mm -hmm. um, so as it relates to getting it out I knew I had a mandate to help another sister and not only another sister but another brother because I do speak to the men who walk um, with their wives through infertility there's really no outlet right. I actually have a foundation the Duchess Project um, that also came as a result of this book. Oh, wow. We help women that struggle with infertility, adoption, um, children that pass away under the age of 12 stillbirths. Wow. Um, and so that's where, we call it the Duchess Project. My daughter, she's six now, but her nickname is Duchess, and so that's uh -huh. why it's called the Duchess Project. Um, and so that's where then faith happened. Um, I just tell it all. Amen. So... Miss Elizabeth, tell us tell us about Triumphant Tuesdays. Triumphant Tuesday, that is my new, my latest project. Um, Triumphant Tuesday, it was interesting how Triumphant Tuesday came about. I was actually growing in God when um, Triumphant Tuesday was birthed. Okay. Um, I was having, you know, um, I was actually having some conflict. And um, one day I just, you know, it's always that one person just like your sandpaper, just like, you know, I would, Ooh, she just rubbed me the wrong way. And I remember saying, you know, I have to get over that. Like, I have to triumph over that. Right. I have to get the victory over this, you know. Mm -hmm. I cannot, you know, continue to right. 
preach the gospel and still have an opt and hold offenses and, you know, just when I see you come and go the other way, how about I just kind of figure out what's going on and right. be, and, and get the victory over that. Amen. And Amen. so that's where Triumphant Tuesday came from. And I was just determined to, it had nothing to do with another person. It had everything with, yeah. with, with me right. um, being triumphant in you know, relationships and, um, and how we deal with one another. And so in our, I, we started trying for Tuesday. Actually, trying for Tuesday was a service that I used to host in the Bay Area once. Um, I, it started off once a month, and we had this little storefront church and it was like a hot box, like probably the size of this room. Like <laughs> it would get just a little, just a, probably a little bit bigger, but it was a small church. I mean, to the point we would praise God, the walls would sweat, but oh, wow. you know, but the glory of God would come into Triumph and Tuesday. And we've seen miracles happen in Triumph and Tuesday. Amen. We've seen families restored. It was something special about Triumph and Tuesday. It was a presence of God um, that would, would, we would have just an encounter. And um, as time progressed, that was like in 2011, as time progressed um, and faith happened, I started uh, having children and um, my sons were growing up. I just didn't think it was wise to continue as hard mm -hmm. as I was going. I had to learn to balance the two. And so that's when, you know, I ended up like on Facebook and social media. So I then started taking Triumph and Tuesday moments, some of the sermons that okay. I would teach and preach on those Tuesday nights, mm -hmm. um, and I would put it then on Facebook, and it became a moment of right. triumph. Right. And just like, you know, something real practical, um, just a, something that you can relate to, right. but knowing today is Tuesday, um, here's your Triumph and Tuesday moment. Mm. And um, I'm big on decreeing and declaring and having those declarations because sometimes when we're going through some things, if we don't speak the right things, we'll be defeated by that night. Amen. So Amen. early in the morning, I just decree right. that I'm going to have the best day. Right. Amen. You know? Right. Amen. So tell us, tell us about the book. So the book, um, and we got to first say, I have to first say, this is the world premiere. <laughs> and I've got a signed Tuesday. copy. I got a signed copy. <laughs> right. Ha <laughs> ha. But to show you out there, world premiere, it's, I'm the first one to be able to let y'all know about Triumph Tuesday, 52 week devotional. No, nah, it's, it's more powerful than that. It's like 52 weeks of just triumph uplifting triumph yeah. victory, victory um declaring mm -hmm. you know getting the devil out out your mind out your house out your marriage right you know it's, it's it's crazy especially us people of spiritual warfare warriors that we go yes. through where sometimes mm -hmm. that you, you got to read some things i remember when i first went through spiritual warfare mm -hmm. i had to read a lot of um, scriptures about mm -hmm. spiritual warfare, knowing mm -hmm. that I have the power and authority, mm -hmm. and that you know Amen. the devil and the dominion does not have That's nothing right. to hold right. over my life. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think sometimes what you said was, like I said, what, what you said was powerful because you have to declare decree mm -hmm. because then mm -hmm. you're going to be declaring the wrong things. Right. Hello, right. somebody. Right. Because a lot of times we declare that we're going to have a bad day, mm -hmm. we're going to have a bad week, that our Absolutely. finances are bad, right. we ain't going to find that right one, mm -hmm. our kids is horrible. You're speaking that we're doing, a curse on you're, yourself. You're, and right. that's what curse that they were talking that's about right. because a lot of people forgot that the curse words that you mm -hmm. think of this language that we mm -hmm. talk about didn't even exist. Right. And what right. they said back day 
back in those days, y'all would think a whole different right. thing right. because right. those words meant something right. Different. different. Right. I mean, our, our words are, are very powerful. Um, like I said, my six-year-old, she is the duchess of declarations, mm-hmm. like in the morning. Um, both of my, my children, um, my son, he's now, my middle son, he's 13. Um, in the morning, we decree and we declare. Yeah. But my daughter, actually, my six-year-old is the one that starts it off. Like, she has a declaration. where She actually, she's six, and she says, I'm going to be an author, too. And she actually is going to pin her declaration to her own book oh, at six-year-old. Wow. At six-year-old, because she'll, t- and I was wondering, you know, like, does she really get, you know, what it means to, um, to decree and declare and that your words form you? And one day she was doing something, and somebody told her, you can't do that, Ishelle. She looked at them and said, my mama said, uh-uh, I can do anything. I decree every day I can do anything. And Amen. so, you know, I, I heard that. I said, wow, she gets it. Right. You know, and she'll, she'll decree on you in a minute. I decree and declare that, you know, this, that, and the other. And um, if I if I had that kind of understanding and knowledge mm-hmm. at six, Mm-hmm. versus getting it later on in life, you know, I would have spoke a whole lot better about myself mm-hmm. right. and about some other situations. But once I got it, once I got it, yeah. I've learned to open my mouth. Um, I I believe that um, heaven waits for us to open our mouth. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's when we don't say anything, we get what we don't That's say. Right. That's right. Amen. Yeah, I think I think people forget the fact that words are alive mm-hmm. and they're very powerful. And you have the power of life and tongue, mm-hmm. on life, life and death, and on your tongue. Words, so. words create mm-hmm. and they destroy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we have to be careful about what we say right. to our children. That's right. Um, what we say to people, and then what we say about one another, because our first, you know, our first level of triumph is to triumph over you. You know, exactly. the triumph over your own self, you know, right. triumph over because the, there is a part of you that don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> there is a part of you that opposes, you know, b- by way of fear, by mm-hmm. way of low self-esteem, by way of intimidation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, oftentimes um, if we're not careful and take the time to kind of like steal away and say, what is God saying about me? Because sometimes we don't know what to say. So right. it's good to know what God is saying about you. So then you can say it and then say it long enough. So you'll then begin to believe what God says about you. And once you begin to That's believe right. what God says about you, nothing and nobody can stop you. Right. And, and we know what God says about us only when we open up the mm-hmm. Bible mm-hmm. and get close to the word. Absolutely. A- absolutely. It mm-hmm. is his word that transformed his, his exactly. word. Oh my gosh. It's nothing like the word of God, the word of God you know? Right. Um, and I tell people, you know, everywhere I go, you know, we know church, but sometimes we don't know the word, right? Um, we know praise breaks, but we don't know the word. It is the word that is going to transform you. It is the word that's going to keep you. Um, and it's going to be the word that makes you triumphant. That's right. Yeah. Amen. So, you know, Okay. See, look, we're both trying to. What you just said was 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 deep. Is um, a lot of people went to church, mm-hmm. but a lot of people didn't know God. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a, there's a difference mm-hmm. that a lot of times you could be there, but if you don't have a relationship, relationship. with God, oh does gosh. not matter. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder why you church hurt. Well, it was mm-hmm. because first of all, you didn't know God, and the mm-hmm. person that portrayed God to you portrayed it wrong, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was their interpretation of who mm-hmm. who God was to mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and not who God is to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's another thing that we have to 
you know, first be in decency and order right. about because right. a lot of times it's like this. You know, someone might speak over your life and not know the gift you have because God has a different gift for you. Mm-hmm. And then they're speaking, you should be doing it this way. And God's like, no, I don't want yeah. you to do it this I way. I mean, you said something powerful, relationship. Relationship is everything. God is a God of relationships. Exactly. I mean, come on. God, when he formed, he said, let us make men in our image. That's you right. know, let us. That means that us, a relationship, me and you, us. You know, right. Amos 3 and 3 talks about how can two walk together unless they agree. God exactly. is always about relationship. He right. created them. That's what he Adam created. and Eve relationship right. you know be, to come before him and, and to go into the holies of holies that was relationship That's so right. God is a God of relationship and when you begin to have a relationship with God it's easier for you to triumph it's easier for you to have the victory because I'm in relationship with the ultimate the ultimate king come on he Amen. is the, he come on he who can stand before him you know right. God is God is amazing so when I become and I get in relationship um, with the God of heaven and earth you know um, he, he's mighty so because he's mighty I'm mighty amen 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 okay so can I go Are you oh you could go okay. excuse me <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about good morning Tuesday uh-huh. I'm looking at okay so I'm looking oh, at that's the, what I was going next to but okay Top top <laughs> table of contents. <laughs> <laughs> so um, these are awesome. Oh, these are okay. These these are awesome, and she's got fifty two weeks, fifty three weeks, because she has her final words. The first week is the audacity to hope for mm-hmm. a better morning. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's beautiful. Wow. So let's let's start there. Mm-hmm. Let's just start there. Um. Oftentimes, Emma, as I that's that's like week one in the book, um, to hope the audacity um, that that speaks of um, having the courage or the confidence to take bold risks without boundaries. Right. Like I dare to have a better morning. And the scripture talks about, you know, uh, weeping may may endure for night, but joy comes in the morning. And so I wrote that to the point of sometimes in our night season, we don't see the morning coming. And so if we can just hold on and have an audacity, just a, just a little bit, I just believe that there'll be a greater day ahead of me. If I can just hold on through my night season, a better morning is coming. I dare to believe that there is a better morning for me. It cannot always be That's like right. this. That's and oftentimes right. in the night season, it is dark. It is yeah. lonely. And it yes. looks like the seasons are not going to change. But even according to nature, no season can stay the same. It right. is absolutely illegal. So if it's illegal for a season, to, it, it can't always be summer. It can't always be winter. Right. So it can't always be like this in my life. Mm-hmm. A morning has to come. Amen. Okay, I'm gonna just just let me get in here one more time, and then I'm gonna. Go ahead, Lady Adrian. Miss Elizabeth, I want you to tell us how important this book is. This book um, is so important to me on so many levels, um, because in the book, throughout the the 52 weeks, um, I speak in a vast areas of life. You know, um, a lot of my life. A lot of my life lessons right. are in this book. You know, I speak, um, I tr- we talk about living triumphantly through Jesus Christ in marriage, um, in finance, in witnessing, um, in personality. Um, so those are, I mean, I try to hit every dynamic of life um, within those, those weeks. Um, but this book, when um, I kind of penned it um, towards the end, um, there's a dedication. I dedicated this book uh, to my uh, baby cousin, Elijah Moore, who was um, brutally murdered 
and um, it was it was horrific. Um, very, you know, it's it's yeah, it's one of those situations. And for me to get um, closure, right? I needed closure. Yes. Um, everybody, I mean, this really wrecked my family. Really, it was very devastating. You know, seventeen year old kid. You know, a day after his seventeenth birthday. The last video we have of him is him cashing his little payroll check at a check cashing. And just to hear some of the things that happened to him. And it just kind of affected everybody. Right. You know, the family dynamics. You know, my aunt, I continually, you know, my aunts. And we just continue to kind of figure out, like, what happened here? Mm. Um, so for me, in order to kind of get closure, I had to get some victory over my feelings. Because I sat in court and I was feet away you know, from one of the, you know, the, 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 the defendants, you know, one of the murderers in as saved as I am, mm. as much Holy Ghost as I have, mm. there was still something that said, just judge, turn your head. Right. Like, and he was smug. I mean, the enemy, he was smug. He it was like, and so, and I, it was just horrible. And I right. had these, I had this I had these feelings, right. you know, I was, it was already an emotional place because we have been wondering like, where is he? You know, because when a kid comes up, kid, you know, missing, you know, missing for years, you know, you have to have some type of closure. So I said, God, I need to be able to be even triumphant over this, whatever my process is. Right. And so I, this was it. I said, I dedicate, I'm not going to cry. Um, I dedicate this to him because every morning he had a smile that would light up the womb. Mm every morning I can triumph Amen. over those feelings. And Amen. so I just hope everybody that gets the book, they read his name, they say his name, you know, Amen. Elijah. And so this is, this was my closure. This is my closure to triumph, you know, o over that. Mm. And so that was my, my way of Amen. getting closure. You know, one last thing. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> we have had, we have had uh, several folks on talking about their books. This book is anointed. Oh, God be praised. It got the anointed stamp of approval. This is anointed. God, be God bless you. Thank you. God gets all the glory. Amen. So I'm going to talk about Pastor Jay's favorites, okay. favorite ones. Okay. I had to bookmark it and it kind of go together. <laughs> it's like it's like a, a sermon. It got three parts to it. <laughs> and a close. <laughs> and a close. And a hoop in the end. But my, my first first one is that better days are here. Uh -huh. That one got me. That's week 20, y'all. Week 20, better days are better here. Better days are here. You know, through your pain, you keep pressing. You know, mm. that, that's something that got me. And it had my favorite scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm. For God has no evil intent for you, but hope, joy, and a future. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that, that's, that got me right mm -hmm. there. So that's Right. Better days are here, week 20. Right. All right. Week I, 20. I love, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going. No. <laughs> oh, my, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go on your list. And then, go on your list. And then week 29, life after betrayal. Mm. I felt like a lot of times, um, you know, I was just, I just kind of read for the group about a poem about that inner child of how you deal with things that happen in your, your past and, mm -hmm. and you never grow from that. You mm -hmm. never, and, and what you do is you just keep pushing mm -hmm. and you feel like, you know, you get into a mindset where who can I trust? Who mm -hmm. can I be with? Mm -hmm. Who who got my back real? You know, right. and you start getting into a, a nasty mindset and attitude where you don't want nobody around because it feels like 
if I let you in, you're going to hurt me at the end. So I thought that was deep. So that need, y'all need to go to week 29, <laughs> life after betrayal. And then the, the, to, to, to close it, amen, we're going to pass a complexion. Uh, plate at the end. Um, so um, week 45 weakness is not a, I mean unforgiveness is not an option right and weakness I'm going to add to that weakness I was starting to say weakness is not an option right, right. you know sometimes we think that we can have to be weak all the time no no, no. you know because sometimes you know it's a form of weakness is just giving up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not going forward mm-hmm. just totally surrendering every effort mm-hmm. action to keep going forward, forward you know and god doesn't want that for you it like i, I read in john 16 uh, 16 and 33 to take mm-hmm. heart that you're going to go have some suffering and some troubles and yeah. some issues mm-hmm. in this world but guess what mm-hmm. jesus overcame it all so right, you right, can too right, right. so that that was the thing that was really big to me mm-hmm. uh, you know to close it all up is that despite of the betrayal, despite mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the times where it's not always, you know, happy days, joy, right. happy, happy, joy, joy, that you got to forgive those people to move on so you can have that's better right. days. Absolutely. That's I mean, right. th- that's the triumph. That's exactly. You know, that that is the triumph. I and mean, I read all that <laughs> today. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the triumph. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, oftentimes what we experience in our, in our youth and in our childhood kind of shapes who we become as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're, we're trying to get over things, but we don't face the root of what it is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it, it's the things that happen in our childhood that makes us become oh, yeah. just grown children. So, right. you know, you that have part. grown people having tantrums oh, yeah. because, Still you know, we, right, so we never, <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of address the, the, the issues, mm-hmm. you know, in your childhood. And so in, for me, and, you know, I can talk about me if you get mad at, at that I'm talking about me, then we got a problem. But for me, I had to face and had to really deal with some of the things that happened and I experienced in my childhood in order to be a better person, a better adult, mm-hmm. a better preacher of the gospel, and to be a better mother to my children and a better wife to my husband and just a better person in general. Right. right. Um, there are some things in, in scripture that challenged me and it challenged that infantile behavior. Mm-hmm. It challenged, you know, um, that the fruit of the spirit is so very real. Right. And I think we were having the conversation, you know, we like love, joy, peace, long suffering, but we don't like temperance. Mm. You know, you know, and so as a as a undeveloped adult, temperance will help you with that childhood. Right. Those some of those childhood issues. The fruit of the spirit is very much alive and well. You know, um, you can't dance over childhood pain. And perseverance. Yeah, is you know, you can't you right. You can't just well. shout over childhood yeah. pain. You have to deal with it and head and on. Head on. I mean, look, it is what it is. It happened. It hurt. We're not saying that it didn't hurt, but you don't have to live there anymore. Right. You know, so I had to look at it and say, you know what? So what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? And I had to have that real kind of conversation. Like my father wasn't in the home. Mm -hmm. And so either you become the best that you can do with what you have. Um, I had to really deal with that because I was messing up my marriage. Right. You know, uh, because I didn't have a father in the home. I didn't know the tone or the sound of a man. So when my husband is chastising the children, it's like, you know, that, oh, wait, 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 no, 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 no. That's the sound of a man that you were, that you, you didn't have access to. Yeah. So I had to kind of deal, you know, with some of my childhood issues in, um, like, fast, you know, right. like, really. You know, um, 
when you said root, I preached about that, and that's mm. deep because your root, what what's rooted in your life that mm-hmm. that you're really not seeing? You could deal with the fruit, mm-hmm. and the fruit is infidelity. The mm-hmm. fruit is drug addiction. The mm-hmm. fruit is anger. The fruit is depression. The mm-hmm. fruit is all these things that we see that we think that's the main thing, but it goes right. Deeper, right. and it's going to always come back until you solve what was in the root. Right. And that comes a lot of times from, you know, abandonment issues, mm-hmm. childhood mm-hmm. issues, mm-hmm. things that you just said, you know what, I'm just going to keep moving. You know, a pastor came on here um, on Pastor's Couch, which you could tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. every Thursday, um, and it's called Pastor's Couch. Mm-hmm. And he said that it took him three years to cry for his mama at his funeral. Mm-hmm. I heard her. that. I was, you know, yeah. and, and that's crazy because what, what does that mean? That means that because you just go forward, mm-hmm. you really don't get to process things. Right. So what, what starts mm-hmm. producing out of you just going on autopilot? A whole mm-hmm. lot of things. And the more you you don't deal with it, the more interest it has. So now it's even harder to go back track because it's so much stuff that you're dealing with that you're like, man, where do I start? Because I didn't add it so much compared to the original issue. You know, why did the lying coming? Why did the, the judgmental mind come from? Where did the attitude come from? And then you look back and you be like, because I had stuff of unfulfillment i was lied to i never saw the example you know it it was crazy i remember i had this conversation with my wife is that you know i never saw what a husband was supposed to be like well let me let me put this right a christian Christian husband husband. was supposed to be so you know i saw what you know i guess you could say the 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 baby daddy i seen the 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 normal for you know, and y'all gonna get it for Richmond people, right? But, you know, I didn't see what a Christian man in household with kids twenty four seven does with wife right, and right, honor right. wife, honor right. the household, right. Right. go to church, put God first. Mm-hmm. Everybody is on one accord. I never saw that. So when I got married, mm-hmm. it was like, all right, so I'm get a little piece of this, a right. little piece of that. Right. But the scary thing, and I'm gonna close with right. this, <laughs> is this. The, the the if you don't solve your issues you turn into the person that you do so not want to be. be you know i that speak so i true. speak to that in the book um i'm not sure which week it is but i i i speak about giving yourself permission giving yourself permission to say wait a minute mm-hmm. give yourself permission to say okay something's not right and okay holy spirit help me right. and be receptive to what holy spirit shows you you know, because sometimes we can live in denial because the person that we despise and oppose is really the person before us. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay. Even in, I mean, when we talk about being triumphant, we always think, you know, the end, you know, I, I have the victory. But there's victory. The first victory you get is in the truth. Of this is what it is. Mm. You know, the, that's your first that's your first level. And from there, you can build on on the victory there. And right. so give yourself permission. Give yourself time. I talked about um, healing from the invisible scar. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes what happened to us as children, it's invisible to the onlooker. Oh, right, but right. there's some scars yeah. on the inside from what happened or should have happened or didn't happen. Right. You know, we can, I mean, I think it's about five. It's probably people logged on all over the place that can throw their hand up, especially when you start dealing with, you know, being molested and, Mm-hmm. And those kind of things, you, no nobody walks around with a shirt like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. But it's those in, it's those, it's those invisible scars. That's right. And so when you have invisible scars, like case in point, I had a C-section when I had my youngest son, and they told me in order to heal, 
it's not so much the outward appearance of the scar. It's the inward appearance. It's the inward. It's what you can't see. So how do I know that I'm healing? It's based on, it's based on pain. Mm-hmm. It's based on, you know, how much you can endure, how much you can live without feeling any pain. Yeah. And oftentimes we have situations and we're trying to go, but we can't lift that. They told me, they said, in order for you to fully recover, don't lift anything heavier than your baby. And so I said, wow, that's amazing because oftentimes we're trying to heal from stuff, but we steady lifting things that are that are heavier than what we can actually hold. And sometimes those scars as a child are the things are too heavy for us. I can't hold that right now. You know, and so we become frustrated. We become, Mm -hmm. you know, this person that we really don't want to become because we still haven't healed from the invisible scar. Mm -hmm. And so it takes, you know, even in marriages, it takes discernment to say, okay, that's not really her. That's something that happened in her childhood my husband was great with that yeah. charge it to my head not my heart and we say that right. all the time but i need to talk about what's going on in your head that makes your heart speak right. mm. i like that right. so let's let's okay. where you know because you know you you talked about it earlier pastor that you know it's the the, the mindset you know and so that's why i believe in warfare you know oh, the helmet right. of salvation you know that help that i have to protect my mind and in protecting my mind the first thing the enemy wants to do is play with it anyway yes mm-hmm. he wants to use your mind as a tonker toy so if he can play with your mind to get you to think that you can be anything but triumphant then he got you so that's why it's important that we give ourselves space and time give yourself permission to become triumphant mm-hmm. i don't care how long you've been in it you can still be victorious out of it just because you've been in it 56 years doesn't mean anything our god the blood of christ it flows through generation through generation you can't tell me that the situation that you in and that that you have is a match for the blood of jesus right. i don't think so right well you know it was something that was deep. I was watching today. I'm an empath, so it really messed with me. So I had to kind of go in my prayer because I didn't have some tears and everything. Um, I was watching the Whitney Houston documentary. And it was deep because a lot of people just sit there and be like, and I think we still do this to this day. Oh, that's how they is. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And and they don't see the cracks in the foundation. And what, what does that mean? Like you said, the visible scars, those things that we don't see that started, you know, because she... Um, they talked about how, uh, and a lot of people don't know, um, I, th- I just found out in the documentary that Whitney Houston was molested mm-hmm. by a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and people wonder, why did she have those relationship with mm-hmm. Robin? Why was she so trying to not think? Because mm-hmm. you got to think about it, when you do drugs, what are you doing? You're mm-hmm. running away from right things away. that happen, not that's painful, it. that mm-hmm. you don't want to face, and then the more you do it, the more you go on autopilot where your personality is right. gone. And the thing about it, though, Pastor Jay, is that heaven forbid you're talented. Man. Heaven forbid you're anointed. Heaven forbid you can preach. Heaven forbid you can sing. Heaven forbid that people like you and they'll tolerate. They'll let you preach. They'll let you sing. They'll let you Mm -hmm. run corporations. They'll let you do all of that. And they want that. But nobody ever can look and see that, you know what, behind that great talent is a great problem. Mm-hmm. And so while Whitney sung all over the place, she was still, she sung a song, but she still yet was crying out. Right. I mean, there, there, this is, this is a really good conversation. Well, you know, there are so many people that are walking around that are broken. Right. I mean, that's, that's what it is. And then, like you said, there's so much going on in your childhood. And then as you become an adult, then you add on pride. Mm-hmm. which really masks mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. and makes it a lot, um, makes it more difficult mm-hmm. to get to the root mm-hmm. because 
you're right, Pastor Jay. It's not the fruit. It's the root. Mm-hmm. Right. If you can, if you can, uh, if you can cut the root away, mm-hmm. you can get rid of that fruit. Right. But it's it. But you have to get to it. And thank God, right. God gives us free will, right. so that when we're ready, we're able to. Th- that's powerful. You said that if I can get the root, and if I can even go further, if I can get the seed. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. If that's, I can get the seed, yeah. because oftentimes words are seeds. Right. If I can get right. the, mm-hmm. if I can get that seed out. If I can get that and 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 prevent, uh, you talked about last week. Um, you know, you went back, you came back to the bay, and it was raining that last week. Mm-hmm. And um, I had just been studying in the Book of Genesis, um, and that week it bothered me too. I think I was like, "Well, I thought we were having spring," and I was mm-hmm. like, "What is?" Actually, the funny thing to say about it, my sister said, "Winter is like a, a woman that's mad at her husband and say, <laughs> and one more thing, and right." And so I, so but you know, it it it, it kind of stirred something in me. Not trying to be super deep. But it stirred something. I was like, God, why? Just like, a, I mean, it was like a downpour yeah. of just like record-breaking numbers, like what you would get in a month you got in two days. Yeah. And so the Holy Spirit began to bring back to me that I'll give you the former, I'll give you the, the former rain and the latter rain in the same season. And so I've been studying Genesis 26 when it talks about how Isaac sold in the land and in that same season he reaped a hundredfold. Mm-hmm. And but even while he was reaping a hundredfold and he started getting blessed and he had all of these things and you know Abimelech came and said you're too much for me you have to get out of the city and he left and he went to the valley only to find out what what abraham had done for him the wells had been had been stopped with dirt Mm -hmm. and oftentimes what should be flowing in our lives dirt is in the wells we Mm -hmm. should be able to drink something clean from this i should be able to get something something nourishment from that seed i should you know it wasn't meant to do this but it turned into something else so although he's blessed he still has to deal with the fact that his wells are stopped Mm -hmm. and if we're not careful we'll be shouting and dancing with stopped wells We'll, we'll be fighting and dancing with contention. We'll be fighting and dancing, you know, in, in animosity. And the Bible says that at some point he realized, okay, I need my stuff. I yeah. need what's for me. I need a free-flowing well. And like, like Isaac, we have to understand, I wasn't meant to be like this. Mm-hmm. Those things that happen in my life, it's preventing me from flowing. Right. Those the, that brokenness is preventing me from from drinking from the well the 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 the, the well that doesn't run dry. It right. prevents us from even coming to Christ because we start equating Jesus as t- to those people that hurt us, whether in the church or outside of the church. And so we we have these stopped up wells. But the Bible says this, and I thought it was interesting that He said, "I'm gonna dig one more time." Hmm. Somebody listening on tonight, you just need to dig one more time. Amen. And when he dug that one more time, scripture says that the um, the Bible tells us that the Lord said, now I'm going to make room for you. Mm-hmm. So you got to fight to be triumphant. That's and right. once you get that victory, right. God said, now I can make room for you. And that's what he did. He said, I'm going to dig up. I'm going to dig out the well. In other words, I'm going to get all the seeds. I'm going to get all of that that is in your will. And I'm going to dig it out so you can have a free flow. Mm-hmm. And we talk about a free flow, a free flow of the Holy Spirit because we need a free flow of the Holy Spirit to kind of find out what's in there. Right. When the Holy Spirit get down, he'll show you what you think. Oh, that's just me. No, that's not you. That's pain. Mm. That's that's hurt. That's rejection. That's fear. That's not you because any man that be in Christ is a new creature. Yes. So that's not you. Right. That's hurt. That's discontentment. That's envy. That's animosity. That's not you. So now I have to say, I have to now triumph in what God said about me. Amen. I have to triumph in the victories of the cross. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yes. He came 
win with a word. Like, go ahead. <laughs> we triumphant. We Amen. triumphant. Amen. We triumphant. Amen. So one thing I wanted to uh, definitely say is where can everybody find the book? We've been talking about this book. You see how this conversation, <laughs> topic, sermon, collection right. plate, <laughs> cash app, anointed radio. Cash app, right, anointed radio. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So you can find um, Good Morning Tuesday, the 52-week devotional, and it's an interactive journal. If you notice in the book, we, t- we give you a devotion. We also actually give you a, a place to pin your victory, mm. to pin your triumph. Um, it actually gives you an assignment after every week. Um, so you give homework? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, so I you got can... that education. So Spell it. Just... Uh, <laughs> oh, I told you I got the education. So you can find the book www.elizabethhudson. That's H U T as in Tom S O N dot com. You can also find it on Amazon. Amen. Amen. Where your social media? You're not gonna oh, put my that social media hash. Oh, you know, hey, you <laughs> page me. No, I'm just playing. You said page me. Oh, page me. No, I'm just playing. She does collect does collect calls as well. So she's taking pages. So um, you can find me at Facebook at Elizabeth N Hudson. I'm also on IG, Instagram as Elizabeth N Hudson, and also on Twitter, Elizabeth N Hudson. Amen. So one thing I wanted to just say is. Thank you for coming on to Anointed Radio. We really appreciate you coming and sharing your book, giving us your book. I'm definitely going to be reading it. It was actually funny. I was was going through my moment of prayer before I come to the studio. I try to stay prayed up, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, God was saying that you will receive a book that you need to read. And I was like... Oh, so I thought it was actually the book that's in my car. I was like, oh, the book I've been throwing to the side. And then when I read your book, I was like... Okay, God, wow, I wow, see you. Wow, so thank you. definitely thank you for that blessing. Another yes. thing I wanted to just say is thank you for just taking the chance to come on Anointed Radio. Mm, you know, you our so little mom and pop shop of Anointed mm. Radio. You know, we just on every platform. But still, we're small, and a lot of people get, when you get people to believe in you, that's a great feeling. Yeah. And, and that's why I just say I, I think I always end off with thanking you. And if any way, form, or fashion that we can help you out, let us know. Bobby. You know, we, we'll promote it. You know, throw it on social media. Talk about it so other people can know about it. So that people's ministry can grow. Because mm-hmm. united, mm-hmm. we can make changes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's the problem with the body of Christ is that we're not united so we can't operate. Like you said, the well is, it got some dirt in there. There's nothing flowing. When the body comes together, despite what church, denomination, or where you at, and we can come together to bring people to Christ. Just think about if you talk to one person a day. Mm-hmm. In a year, you talk mm-hmm. to 365 people mm-hmm. about Christ. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. I even talk about that in here. Um, Go ahead. Uh, reference you, you your book. <laughs> I mean, I do. I, I, I do because that's who we are. You know, I, I just believe in the whole man being triumphant. You know, I, I don't think you should only be triumphant on Sundays or triumphant Say on it. Tuesday nights, you know, or triumphant. I think your college should work better when you don't have it on. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think who you are, I think every area of our life, I even talk about finances in here. Like, you know, in every area, we're talking about triumphant living through right. Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Right. Living our best lives. Living my best life right. through him. And, and and it's okay to learn the lessons along the way. And experiencing right. God's and experience, best. And it, you talked about it earlier, Pastor. It's the relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I messed up, okay, and Right. It's, he's not here to pop me on my hand. He's about, he's saying about time because I got some blood for that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. And one Amen. thing I love about the scripture that everybody quotes for, you know, weddings but had nothing to do about a wedding <laughs> is that um, – First Corinthians, where it talks about love keeps no record. Right. We mm. learn about true love, and mm. instead of if if I did something wrong, help me. Don't talk about me. Right. right. You know right. what? I don't know how much time we got. We we talked. We got as much time as we, <laughs> we want. We talked about that last night. We talked about that in in the Triumphant Tuesday worship service last night. We talked about John thirteen, how Jesus at his ultimate triumph at Passover, right before he went to the cross. That was the best triumph. That was that was the triumphant exit. He understood uh, who the players were in the room. He understood right. who was at his table. He the Bible talks about how he even knew that Judas would portray him. He knew that. He also knew that Peter would deny him. Mm-hmm. He also knew that these two over here want to be greater than him in the kingdom. But still, yet he yeah. loved mm-hmm. them. He loved them. Matter of fact, he loved them so. The Bible says that he got up in the middle of the meal and he took off his garment, which referenced him taking off glory and coming down here to serve us. He mm. took off his garment and he took a towel and he washed them. Because in those, you know, in biblical days, you walked with sandals. And so although he wants you to come to the table, he still needs to wash off. Yeah. Those places where you came from, mm. those stuff, those those things, the, the dirt that are on our feet, and so he's never detoured. Jesus is never detoured about by any walk of life. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't care what's on your feet. Just get to him so he can wash you. Amen. Amen. Ephesians talk about being washed by the word, so he washes them, and then he takes a towel mm. instead of throwing the towel in and saying you're too much, I can't deal with you, child. He says no, I'm gonna take this towel and I'm gonna dry you off. Mm. I'm gonna comfort you with this towel. Amen. And then he's, you know, it's over now. It's, it's now, he told Peter, he said, if, if I don't wash your feet, if I don't make you clean, if I don't allow, if you don't allow me to do this, if I, you don't allow the word, the washing of the word, you, you won't be able to partake with me. Mm. That's love. Right. That's Amen. love. Knowing, knowing that they were going to do what they were going to do. Right. Knowing. Right. I'm having a conversation with you, knowing the intent of your heart. Right. right. But he loved us to the cross mm-hmm. and if anybody doesn't know jesus this is the moment where this is the moment <laughs> that you, you just accept jesus right now into That's your heart it. but you have to understand when when you bring jesus in your heart you have to repent right that's the biggest key of it you know because god will work with you in your mess up but God can't deal with you if you give up. Mm-hmm. So That's a lot good. of times we have to understand that when, we, when we're when working with God, yeah, you're going to mess up, but don't purposely just say, well, because God going to forgive me or because, you know, I got a few more time. No, change your life. Right. Mm-hmm. See the difference. I know people are scared of the unknown, but if you just change, I could tell you right now, if you just say, God, guide my feet. That is the Pastor yeah, J prayer that right. I've been praying since mm-hmm. I came to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. He will guide you to a place that you would have never thought of. That's right. He would have, man. He uh, he will enlarge your territory. He will put you at the table. He will put you among names. He will make sure that this oversalt person will become you. Mm-hmm. That this person that was overlooked it will be you no longer. God will put you in a predicament where it will grow you, mm-hmm. and you won't even have to try. Mm. Right. Right. It it becomes easy. Right. He takes the he takes the strain out. 
mm-hmm. takes the struggle out. He takes mm-hmm. the stress out. Um, again, I'm going to have to keep referencing the book because we talk about that in the book, being unapologetic of who God has created us to be. Sometimes we're fearful to move out in the things of God. Mm-hmm. When you know your hour has come, yeah, your hour has just come. I don't have Amen. to apologize for that. Right. I don't have time to kind of give you a note and pass it down, like tell them my hour has come. I don't have time to do that. I'm just going to do. I'm just going to move. When God says right. go, it, it's time to go. You know, when, when Peter began to walk on the water, he didn't have a, a, a conference call with the other disciples. He just had one conversation. Jesus, is that you? Uh-huh, it's me. Well, come. Got to go. Right. He didn't He didn't go to the boardroom. He didn't take a poll. He didn't put it on Facebook. He didn't say, like it if you think I should do. He didn't do any of that. He heard one word, and that was come. Mm. You know, I, I say this, and then we'll wrap up. I remember uh, when I first got into ministry and became a minister, uh, one of my favorite reverends and singing partners, uh, Reverend Carlos Holmes, said this one thing, and it really got me thinking. Just think how deep it would have been if all the disciples would have got off the boat. But that still shows you right now to this day that despite what you see, only a few will actually go. That's right. Many are called and few are chosen. Man, I'm telling you. And if you don't go, he'll call somebody else. He'll call somebody else. That's right. That's a whole nother. That's a whole whole nother. That's a whole nother book. That's a whole nother ever. (laughs) (laughs) But definitely thank you for coming on. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. We we really appreciate you coming on here. You know, Richmond in the house. Rich what? Hey. Richmond. Hey. So. <laughs> and 49er fans. Come on, Pastor AJ. <laughs> What's your cash out? We're going to get him delivered right, today. Right Give, me the, Give right. me the oil. Give me the oil. Give me the oil, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just turn my mic off? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's about that time. So, this is Pastor Jay, and like always, you can find me on Anointed Jaylon on Twitter and Instagram, or you can find me at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun on Facebook. Make sure you tune in tomorrow to the Pastor's Couch. Gonna be some topics, y'all. They talking about the Bible, the law, and abortion. Mm-hmm. So this should be interesting. So definitely tune in tomorrow for Pastor's Couch. But one thing I want to leave with everybody is this. The only way that you can deal with something is by going through it. And this is Lady AJ. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. And I just want to remind you that obedience is the highest form of worship. You got something you want to say, Miss Elizabeth? I just want to say that I'm going to leave a couple of copies of the book. Feel free to give them away. And I just want your listeners to get ready for your next triumphant, triumphant moment with Jesus. Amen. 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 See you all next week.